You're listening to Then Damn Indians on Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly, and this is something that we have on our social media pages. So if you are interested in reading the article, you can. It's from normal.org. And the headline is New Mexico Adult Use Legislation or Legalization Expungement Measures Signed Into Law. So. And we had talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but but now it's uh it's there. It's it's past the governor's desk. It's estimated that over a hundred and fifty thousand New Mexico residents are eligible for automatic expungement under this measure, according to the Department of Public Safety. Okay, so uh the adult use measure okay, so there were two of them. There were two separate measures that were signed into law that amended the state's marijuana policies. The first measure, which was House Bill 2, legalizes and regulates marijuana possession, production, and sales for adults. The second measure, Senate Bill 2, facilitates the automatic review and expungement of records of those convicted of low-level marijuana offenses. Lawmakers approved both bills during a special legislative session demanded by Governor Lujan Grisham, who had been a vocal proponent of the reforms. Normal State Policies Manager Carly Wolf said, quote, This is a day to celebrate. New Mexico will greatly benefit from this new revenue stream and creation of thousands of jobs. Most notably, though, legalization will spare thousands of otherwise law-abiding residents from arrest and criminal record, and the state's new expungement law will help provide relief to many who are suffering from the stigma and other collateral consequences associated with prior marijuana conviction, end quote. <clears throat> the adult use measure, House Bill 2, permits those ages 21 and older to legally purchase up to two ounces of marijuana and or, and or, y'all, that's very important, that's a very important language, and or, up to 16 grams of cannabis extract from licensed retailers. It also permits adults to home cultivate up to six mature plants for their own personal use. Retail sales will begin would begin by April 2022. Activities involving the personal possession and cultivation of cannabis are depenalized on June 29, 2021, the date the new law takes effect. The expungement measure, Senate Bill 2, stipulates that those with past convictions for offenses made legal under this act are eligible for automatic expungement of their records. Those currently incarcerated for such offenses are eligible for the dismissal of their sentence. And it's like I said, it's estimated that over 150,000 New Mexico residents are eligible for automatic expungement under this measure. Wow. That's huge. <clears throat> and New Mexico doing that. I'm I'm just so proud of New Mexico. New Mexico, they have, you know, their their tribes have have had a really great cooperative working relationship with their state government for the most part. And so they've been they've been able to do a lot of things. And when you consider the large American Indian population in New Mexico it's uh it's really it's a great thing when when you're when you're talking about these things one of the things that i want to know though and and i'm i'm booking uh guests for some new segments and and to talk about these particular issues is um you know are are 
our state government still going to have to push this legalization before it's rescheduled federally? Okay, so I think that we know that the the federal rescheduling of cannabis and marijuana, I, I think we all know that's coming down the pike, right? I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be. And if there were ever a time to do it, now is the time to do it. Um, be, because, well, just because of, of the, the more progressive uh, chambers of Congress that we have now. So now is really the time to do that on the federal level. However, there are so many states doing this not only by by vote of their people, but by um legislative measures from from their their state legislatures, they're they're putting this into law. They're making those decisions on that level as elected officials and and they're taking these issues into consideration on um on that and so it's i i'm always so impressed especially with with an with what i say would be considered a a hotbed a hot ticket issue for for a lot of people prior to this um I think, I don't know that you could have had all of the, I know you couldn't have had this conversation in the 80s when they first declared the war on drugs and just say no, like it's all peer pressure, right? Like, oh, you're going to get peer pressured into doing this if you don't or, you know, kind of thing. So um, the fact that, that that this conversation is is coming this far as fast as it is, I, I think is is very telling. But I wonder here in Oklahoma, too, uh, is it moving fast enough? Because I feel like once the rescheduling happens, you know, then the legalization, the full legalization is going to come up. But is that really going to change our state law? Like, are we still going to have to, the people of Oklahoma here, are we still going to have to petition and go through that process that we did with 788 and go through that process that we thought we went through with, um, was it 780? Uh, I can't really remember which one it was where they inflated all the numbers and like, oh, we got the signatures and no, we don't. And uh, full adult legalization would have totally passed. And I don't know if that's something that the people of Oklahoma are going to try to get on the 2022 ballot or if we're just going to be content to kind of hang back and say, well, you know, in due time and we'll just run our, our medical side of it rather than opening it up. I don't know. And, and I'm not really exactly sure what the answer is, but I, but there's, I feel like there's a lot of things that we need to do here in Oklahoma. For one thing, we need a Democrat to declare as governor for, for the governor race like, uh, or an independent or somebody other than Kevin Stitt, like some Republican needs to primary him, something, somebody, you know, that's, that's appalling. But we also have to decide, is this something that we want to do as, as Oklahomans? Or are we just content, or are we content with just the medical program too? Uh, And how fast would we move towards it? 
you know i mean they extended our real id stuff for another year so i mean how fast would oklahoma move on it the only reason they moved on it so fast at 788 is because their language was so vague because they thought they weren't it wasn't going to pass and now we've got all of this different backlash because of it, because of our still wholly conservative state legislature that that wants to to punish uh, people just trying to to take their medication, their legal medication, I might add. So, um, but New Mexico, man, New Mexico's doing it up. There's been several state legislatures uh, over the last several years who, who have done it that way and have just said, you know what, this is what we're doing. It's the best thing for our constituency. Expungement, expungement is such a huge thing, uh, especially for, for people of color. That, that ding on your on your license or your work history, you know, that ding is, is very much going to affect whether you get a job, the kind of job that you can get, um, just all kinds of different things. And so that expungement component is very, very important. If you want to learn more about, um, expungement, you can uh, go wherever you get your podcasts, look for ask a lawyer, uh, segments on expungement. And they, they have a really good basis uh, to tell you more about it. And if you're a person who needs your record expunged or you're having those kinds of issues and you're a native and you live in Oklahoma and you qualify for the inco- under the income guidelines, call OILS. You're not going to know about that until you call them, though, because I, uh, I know that they've been able to help a lot of people. And so uh, make sure that you get a hold of them today if you're having any of those issues. But um, it's it's like I said, the, this is it's starting to it the, the ball's starting to roll a lot faster now. It's gaining momentum, and we're starting to see this across the the country. But where we're not seeing it is these states that have made it lucrative to um, to punish potheads and weed smokers and you know all that they're the ones that are not um so willing to 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 change and you know i'm i'm really glad that oklahoma has taken the steps it has i just don't know if uh i just don't know if they're going to if we are going to push it forward now for full recreational legalization and expungement or how it's going to work if we're going to wait for the feds to do it. So I don't know. I'm going to talk to different people. I'm going to be calling on some of you. Y'all can tell me uh, where this is actually going. I know that there are people that are way more in the know than me about these things and I want to talk to you so uh, we can all kind of get it figured out. Thank you so much for tuning in and hanging out with me today. It's a beautiful day. Don't forget, uh, we're wearing red to remember and honor our uh, missing and murdered indigenous people and to remember those who have gone on who fought so hard for this cause. Thank you so much, everyone, for all of your hard work and uh, keep up, keep them dukes up. Keep up the good fight. We're indigenous, we're independent, and you're listening to Them Damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.